this can inspire the, the next generation and, and out and, and the public to understand that they, you know we're changing, so can you. Este episodio llega a ustedes gracias a Virtual Peaks y a Logica. Empezamos. Hey guys, my name is Ismael Treviño and this is the Millennial Way Show. Thank you very much for being with us. Today we have a very special guest. Deezer has launched its Black Culture Channel a few days ago as a hub to celebrate talented Black artists. As we mentioned in our social media platforms, the Black Culture Channel will cover all genders and uh, will become a permanent fixture. Deezer said it is uh, fully committed to promoting audio content from the most talented Black creators around the world. Today, we're going to talk with a very special guest. He works directly with artists, labels, and managers to lead and organize artist marketing campaigns across all major independent labels as the key contact for the international artist management community. Our guest is responsible for implementing best practices for the entire artist marketing team to ensure the most successful outcomes and results. Junior Foster, Head of Global Artist Relations at Deezer, thank you very much for your time and to be today on the Millennial Way Show. Thank you very much for having me, sir. It's a, it's a pleasure. Uh, Junior, tell us about the inception of the Black Culture Channel in Deezer. So the, the, the Black Culture Channel it came about with with the uh, you know the, the horrendous horrendous uh, incident that that happened in America with George Floyd. Um, what we saw when that happened, what we saw was it, it, it shocked the world um, and again highlighted the, the horrible injustices that are happening uh, in, within the black community to the black community uh, in America and around the world. Um, so at that point, What Deezer decided to do is that we wanted to, we put together a, a diversity team uh, to look at how we best represent uh, the black the black communities, the black culture, uh, Black Lives Matter, uh, alongside other aspects of, of diversity, uh, including, for argument's sake, uh, how women are portrayed in music, uh, the LGBTQ community portrayed in music as well. Um, so with, with the... With the, what we've done is that we decided that the best, the best way that we can make a difference is is, is working on internally with what Deezer can do as a, as a company, uh, and that meant from from my point of view dealing with things dealing with major labels and indie labels and artists and management. I wanted to do I wanted to put together a channel that showcased uh, all black curators from from all parts of the world uh, and gave them uh, a. a a platform or a, and a hub for people that it could for people to come onto these and just just find out you know what releases are happening uh information into black culture just to get a bit more of an understanding of what of what you know what the black community has been offering to the world of music globally so that was the that was the idea of it and that from from my from my perspective and these perspective we felt that that was our way of trying to contribute to the to the to the movement the global movement of of black lives matter uh, and making making those voices that aren't heard heard essentially junior let's go let's go deep on on this channel because i understand it's not only music from all genders but also podcasts what what kind of uh, original content 
our, our audience, our viewers can go right now, Deezer, and check in this new, in new channel you have. So, on, on, so you're right, outside of, outside of uh, the music programming that we have, uh, we have podcasts as well. So the, the point of putting podcasts on there was that with racism uh, and, with, and with inequality, uh, we feel that there is education that needs to be served. And, and people need to educate themselves on 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 systemic racism and what's and what's wrong and how people view uh, someone that's not the same as you in the in the wrong way. So we wanted to make sure that podcasts were on were on the channel, so you could go in, you could go in there. And each market, because this is a global channel, each market has um, podcast content that's relevant to to the market. So in the UK, well, the podcast will be slightly different to what you get in say in the, in the Latin region. But on there, you'll find you'll find factual factual podcasts talking about black, black culture and you know uh, slavery and all of those things. So you can you can immerse yourself in the history of 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 the, of the black community. And then you have you will have also find some more fictional uh, podcasts that are a bit more lighthearted. So you get both sides. It's not the the point of this channel isn't pure only to be about the persecution and uh, the issues that we've gone through, but it was just to showcase all curators and all uh, artists in their various shapes and forms. So you get the, you get the good and the bad. You get the lot, you know, the light, the light and the, and the dark. You know, the shade and the you know the light. It's it's a it's a good a good I would say hub for anybody that wants to deep dive into into black culture. You know how this uh, besides this. Uh very innovative uh, opportunity to, as you mentioned, go deep inside in this, uh, in the black culture. Um, how this is standing up to raise awareness about racism, not only in the United States, but in Europe and around the globe? So again, to, to, to the channel is, the channel is our first steps. You know, it's, 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 it's not, a, we view this as a, a marathon, not a sprint. So these are the very first steps. But from from a diesel perspective, we are we have our diversity team. So the diversity team is is putting together these kind of activations that I'm on to shed light on on racial inequality. Then we're doing internal workshops as well. Uh, that means that we are changing changing the perception of how people view this subject internally inside diesel. So for argument's sake, you know, we, we've cancelled the usage of urban as a, as a term globally, oh. be, it in, be it on any playlists, be it on any marketing communications from my team or local markets. That, that, the use of that word in any verbiage is, is now um, outlawed and banned because that, you know, that's, that's a, lazy, it's a lazy phrase of grouping, grouping the black community together and just, you know, putting it all into one pot and just going, you know, that's it, it's just urban music. And it's not. In the same way, every every other every other uh, ethnic type has, you know, we op- you operate in very clear genres, pop, rock and roll, um, you know, jazz, classical, that's how it should be. Urban should not be a term anymore and is no longer used anymore. So these are the changes that we're making. Yeah, you know, it, and, and it was, it, it's, you know, it was it was a it was a word. I remember when it came in, and it it didn't quite make sense to me as a as a young executive at the time when it came in because I was like, what does what does that mean? You know, I understand urban as an urban landscape, but I don't understand as in you know 
cityscape. I don't understand it from musical terms. And then it stuck. And it was just a thing that everybody used because it was, I assume it was some people found it easy. And, and you know, it was, you look at it now and it is systemic racism to a certain degree. It's a microaggression. So now we've cancelled that. And uh, I think that's pretty much happened music-wide. So I don't feel that there are any labels or any other DSPs that are using that, 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 that term either. And we haven't been using that for the last two to three months anyway. So that's the kind of things that we're trying to change. The idea, the idea is that if we if we play our part and, and maybe, you know, look at changing outwardly what we do with artists and curators so there's a more a platform for them. And then as a, as a company, we, you know, have more... More, uh, more black executives rising through the ranks, both male and female. This can inspire the, the next generation and, and out and, and the public to understand that they, you know we're changing. So can you, and then everyone else can play their part. And then hope and we can add to the movement, which is which is really great at the moment. But it needs to continue. It can't just stop at a, a nice polite post on Instagram or. A nice, a nice, you know, friendly tweet. It needs. We need to keep it going. It needs to be an ongoing conversation that happens uh, again and again and again. Wow, that's very, very interesting what you just mentioned. And I'm going to ask you at the end about that specific uh, topic of how we can inspire the new generations. Let's talk a little bit about the about the current world pandemic affair and how it is affecting the industry. In your perspective, Junior, how COVID-19 have uh, impact the music industry? Well, I mean, you know, nobody saw no nobody saw this pandemic coming in the way it did. Um, what it what's what it's done to to the industry is it's it's changed the way people listen to music. It's changed the way we all all of us function, you know, as a, as a whole. For you know, we're working from home. Um, everything's changed. The whole landscape's changed. <laughs> Taking that into consideration. For, for, for us at, at Deezer, what that's meant is that normally you'd have people, the normal listening habits for people would be in their commute to work. Now, obviously, nobody's going to work because we were all on lockdown in our various way, shapes and guises working from home. So that means that the listening habits shifted. So now instead of people listening to heavy usage of listeners happening and streaming happening in the mornings, it was happening slightly later on in the day where people were, you know, after they got up and you know, got themselves ready to work from home, then they were listening later. So it shifted, essentially. Then obviously you've got the, the way people are streaming. Normally you would, you would do so on, on, your, on your cell phone and your, on your mobile device when you're on the move. But now because you haven't got anywhere to move, people are listening off of home devices mm -hmm. or, you know, or, or their Xbox or what have you. So now it's all... The devices used have changed. The streaming habits have changed. But what we've seen is that Essentially, now it's kind of plateaued back to how it was pre the pandemic, right? There was a, there was, there, there was a shift, but the, the, the general streaming numbers are pretty much plateauing. What I, what I have seen is that people are listening to more uh, feel-good music and uh, yoga playlists and the quite calming playlists to try and, what we can see is to, to try and keep themselves zen in these strange times where you're confined to your apartment or and you can't see your family or you know you might be you might be living on your own so there is the the, the content is slightly different but people's streaming habits have, have have returned back to almost normal 
in terms of streaming numbers, I would say. Last question, um, Junior, and thank you very much for your time. What would be your top advice, as you mentioned, to this new generation, um, not only of executives or people that is in the industry in the managing level, but also to creators of music and digital content to, to get involved in these kind of topics to promote and inspire non-violence movements and more social justice? I would say, I would say to every artist and every curator, around the world is that you should continue to be as creative as possible. Uh, you should, your, your voices deserve to be heard. Everyone's voice, everyone's voice deserves to be heard. So I would say to you is that everybody should keep creating, keep pushing the boundaries, conversations that some people might not want to have that, are, that they deem is a bit awkward. Keep pushing that because it's the only way we're going to get, you know, we're going to, reset the balance completely for everybody. So, you know, it, it, it and from from a from a decent perspective, and with the black the, the black culture channel, it's a global channel. So I, in, from my perspective, I want everybody around the world to keep speaking. You know, it, even if you're from a, a a Latin background or you're in classical or you're in rock, keep speaking, keep creating, and we can and we will get your voice heard. You know, that's what that's what these is here for to amplify the noise of curators and artists and and give them a platform so they can communicate to the world. And that's and that's all we're here to do to try and to try and give people the platform to be creative and give, give it to the people. Junior Foster, head of global artist relations at Deezer, thank you very much for being today on the Millionaire Way Show. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.